you know, I ended up just locking my gun up and, and deciding not to carry, which was really frustrating for me. Um, I'm a proud American. I had at the time, my baby brother was on like his sixth deployment. And here I am not being able to practice my second amendment right. And that pissed me off. Welcome to Growth and Code, a podcast where we explore the intersection of marketing and technology. Each week, we talk with entrepreneurs, technology leaders, startup founders, marketers, and sales executives about how they apply growth marketing strategies and emerging technology in their businesses. And now, your host, Ryan Reagan. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Ryan Riggin. We're back here with episode five of Growth and Code, a podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs, marketers, technology leaders about the companies that they're building and the stacks that they're using to do it. Today's guest is outstanding. Today's guest is Anna Taylor. Anna Taylor started Dean Adams. Dean Adams is an apparel company, a women's apparel company that makes conceal carry clothing, fashionable conceal carry clothing so that women can carry firearms safely and fashionably, if that's even a word. Anyway, before we get started, this topic obviously is highly, highly political, controversial. Everybody's got their own opinion. I respect that. I'm, you know, I, I'm not going to talk about where I, my opinion lies on this topic, but the fact of the matter is the marketing story and the story of just sheer grit and entrepreneurship is off the charts here. So if there is any sort of discussion around what's you know, the content of this episode, if you feel strongly one way or the other, I totally appreciate that. Let's have a productive, productive discussion in any comment threads. Please don't hate. Keep it clean. Now that that's said, Anna's story is incredible. She, she started this company with her own money, uh, her, bootstrapped it, and she's crushing it. And she's got a team of people, a warehouse. They make the goods here in the U.S. The product is killer. It solves a real problem. And what's more awesome is she's doing this with content. Not, I wouldn't even label it content marketing. She's just creating content because she has an opinion and she wants people to know about it. And it's it's the story of her brand. She, she produces videos training people on how to safely carry and it ties into uh, the product uh, and the line of apparel that she's got. Uh, she, one of the videos she did is outstanding. I'll, I'll put a link to it in the comments. But one day, she created this video called Purses Are For Lipstick and put it on the web, and you're, you're going to be blown away when you see it. She's going to talk a little bit about it. Without further ado, Anna Taylor, CEO, founder of Dean Adams. Anna, welcome to the show. I want you to, to, to tell everybody what, when and why you started Dean Adams. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I founded I founded Dean Adams in 2013 based on a need I found in the market. Now, you know, up until that point, I had minimal firearms experience um, before then, but I had uh, gotten my concealed carry permit and uh, got my first gun, which, you know, it was a lot of time and expense and all of that. And then I found myself with this firearm that I wasn't comfortable with. I, I was terrified to pick it up, even though I didn't even have any bullets in the house yet. I, I was scared of what it would do, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, I wanted, uh, to find education and I couldn't find, I couldn't find anything uh, that really helped me. Uh, and, um, going to the gun stores and things was very intimidating. So, 
then I, you know, so that was my first frustration. The next frustration as well, I'm going to try and carry it anyways. I mean, I figure you aim and shoot, right? And um, I, I tried to figure out just around the house, you know, I had seven different types of holsters that I had ordered and nothing worked for me. You know, I felt like it was the middle of summertime and I'm piling on layers of clothes. Uh, so because I felt like you could see my gun. And so, um, you know, I'd have these awkward arms everywhere in front of me trying to hide wherever I got got the gun on my body. So, you know, I ended up just after all that um, locking my gun up and and deciding not to carry, which was really frustrating for me. Um, I'm a proud American. I had at the time my baby brother was on like his sixth deployment and here I am not being able to practice my second amendment right and that pissed me off so I kind of thought you know there's got to be a lot of other people that have this problem and I just determined to educate myself you know I figured I had I had google what else do you need um and uh, I got started and I started attending classes and uh anyways because I didn't have a uh a military or law enforcement background and being a woman, um, it, I knew that it would be very difficult to attain credibility in the industry. So once I got educated to the point that I, you know, the light bulb went off, I totally understood how, how it all worked. And, um, I had created a product that worked that solved the problem that, that I'd had. I got that concealment that I needed and comfort and so I decided that the best approach would be to uh, turn around and use my education, further my education, to uh, help empower and educate others uh, on the topic, which very quickly gave me credibility and authority in the industry. And it's opened up so many doors and uh, also created a large following and a lot of loyal customer relationships. So... That's kind of where I find myself today. Good. Well, man, I think, again, I think it's just an awesome story. I think one of the things that I think is so interesting is, you know, did, well, actually, here, let me ask you this question. Did you did you start producing some of the content that's out there on the web before you had a product, or did you design and, and, and start selling the product first? Well, what actually happened, I just started, you know, trying to figure out the social media thing, figuring out the Instagram thing, so I just thought, uh, well, first of all, you have to have you have to have two things. You have to have a product that's so great it'll speak for itself. And then two, you have to you have to care about care about the customer base. And yeah. I started by just doing selfies of you know here's here's me with my my shirt down, um, here's with my shirt up showing the the holster. And you can just by looking at the picture you could see that you know the gun disappears on your body. So. Mm -hmm. um, letting, letting the product speak for itself. And, you know, I, I had a lot of hit and misses for a while. Uh, well, I guess a while it ended up being about two weeks or so. I had actually spent my last $200 on a small run of, uh, pieces that I had manufactured. And, um, with one of those pieces, I did a video just simply showing me with my shirt down, my shirt up, drawing from concealment and reholstering and that video uh went viral so that ended up being my first viral video and then based on what my feedback from that um 
the phone calls, the interview, everything that came from that video taught me a lot. And then the content has grown from there. So you were down to your last 200 bucks. You went all in on one video and it's gone berserk since then. Yeah, so that was the first video. It had um, over a month, it had about 5 million views. Wow. And, and that was all organically. I uh, mean, uh, companies started uh, reaching out, wanting to be dealers. Um, it just, I had within a first, you know, few days of the video going viral, I had, you know, five of my friends all around my living room and they're on their laptops trying to um, answer questions and, and, you know, customer service and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we went, ended up out in my garage. I ha I hired several people. We worked from my one car garage for about six months um, until we grew into, into an office. But uh, yeah, that's where, it, that's where it started. That is awesome. What, uh, tell me about the product design process. I mean, obviously you designed the product for yourself and a problem that you had, but how did you go about doing that? How many iterations did you go through? What kind of feedback did you get? Talk a little bit about that. So I knew that I, the, the main problem when it comes to concealed carry holsters is that you always have your grip sticking out. And the reason for your grip sticking out of the top of the holster is so that you can quickly grab it. Um, but when you have that grip sticking out and you lay your shirt over top of that, you have the pointy edges of your gun sticking through your clothing, which is called printing. Mm -hmm. And when you're printing, you're not technically concealed carrying, which then makes it illegal in some places. Mm. And so I knew I needed to minimize that silhouette somehow. And so I literally, I mean, at, at the time, I, I was lucky if every few weeks I, as a stay at home mom, I got out of the house to just go walk through Walmart, you know, <laughs> and I would, I just, I was, I would walk through Walmart and I would just touch fabrics. I would touch, um, just textures, uh, different materials, you know, at trying to figure out what can, what can minimize this? What can I build something out of long story short, uh, one afternoon, I'd been frustrated with this thing and I had an opportunity to get out of the house. Um, I had 10 minutes to get ready and, and get out of the house. And, uh, I grabbed a mouse pad and a, uh, postpartum wrap, uh, like a girdle baby wrap thing that you wear after you have a baby. Anyways, right. I sewed them together and it worked. My gun totally disappeared on my body. And it was, it was, uh, was pretty funny to be this thing that I had put together. So about 34 designs or so later, um, it, it turned out being exactly, exactly what, what I'd been looking for. What, so, what were you doing before you, when you started this thing? I was a stay at home mom. Awesome. Wow. That's cool. And you have, you have three kids of your own and, and, and three from your husband. Yeah. So I have four of my own, and uh, my husband, three, makes us uh, have seven. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That is great. Okay, so I want, I want you to tell the audience where you got the name. I think that, that it's a cool story. So, so Dean Adams was my grandpa. He was a uh, – he broke horses. He was a businessman, and he is the one who taught me gun safety. And so when I, you know, began this – uh, I wanted to, I wanted a brand. First of all, I needed a brand name that would get me top spot on a Google search. So I needed it to be something very unique. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I wanted it to 
you know, have, have the meaning. So he taught me gun safety. Um, the product solves a problem, makes carrying safer. So it kind of just came together. So Grandpa Dean and the, uh, the logo itself, actually, the, there's a horse uh, in the logo that's actually uh, taken off of a picture of him. And then the, the signature, Dean Adams, was his signature. He's, he's passed now, but the signature was taken off of his Sheckler's hat tag. And so that's where Dean Adams came from. That is great. That is awesome. Uh, okay, so let, let's talk about, you know, technology and marketing and, how, you know, the sort of the stack that this thing is built on. So what, what sort of tools are you guys using for the online platform? You, you obviously, you have an e-commerce site. You probably have an email system, all kinds of tools. What, what, what does that look like? Um, as far as marketing goes, I don't spend very much money. Um, I use, when I started out, I had, um, I'd gotten a small loan and hired a company to build a website for me. And it was about $10,000 and months and months went by and I, I just had crap. Nothing was getting done. Um, what they were giving me was just awful. And, um, you know, I needed to launch this thing. And I finally went on and I grabbed up a, a GoDaddy website and with drag and drop, I pieced together my first website. And so that was what I started off when the first video went viral. And we used that uh, for the first the first four months we were in business, which was, you know, thousands of orders. And, you know, anyways, they don't batch. They don't batch the orders. It was a nightmare anyway. So um, what I found along the way is kind of just doing it myself, whether I know how to do it or not. There's enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, template-based things out there. Um, social media is pretty self-explanatory, and there's enough articles that I'm, I'm doing most all. Okay, rambling now. Okay, so we use Shopify, and I love all the apps that it has, and it's very simple and user-friendly. Yeah. Um, I had a a uh, you know full-time marketing girl. Uh, but for a time, but what I've learned is to just jump in and do it myself because a lot of the ideas that I have um, literally will come to me at the last minute. So being able to uh, take pictures, edit it on my you know tablet in a quick quick little free app, and then post it, and you know, and then that'll get that'll bring in sales for the whole weekend just because I had this random idea. That's kind of what I'm doing. Of course, yeah. the question was on systems, but um, no, that is the yeah, system. Yeah, that's kind of that's, how I'm doing it. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the beauty of it. That is the system. I mean, we yeah. we talk to a lot of folks that have these big, elaborate, you know, infrastructures. And at the end of the day, you need a, uh, you know, Shopify is great. Like, I've, I've built e-commerce brands on Shopify. It's the best thing ever. It's, it's I mean, there's a handful of Shopify-like systems, and they're all pretty good. But, man, Shopify, for, for somebody that wants to, like, stand up an e-commerce store in a weekend, you, you could do it easily. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so well, that is your a, that is your system. As a as a uh, female owned small business, um, I'm debt free. I have no investors. I'm 100% owner, and um, you know, keeping costs down is crucial. That's you know, inventory. That's money I put into inventory, and um, you know, so that's that's one side of it. I'm not just putting tons and tons of money into marketing. But for example, the, the biggest viral video I've had has reached 70 million people. And um, 
that came to me. I was on a little on a little weekend trip to Colorado over Thanksgiving, and uh, I I woke up with the I woke up with this idea, this phrase: purses are for lipstick. And it seemed so dumb. It seemed so dumb. But I just I thought, you know what? That says a lot. And um, I just I sent my husband on a walk with the dog and set the tripod up on the side of the mountain and shot the video, posted it, and um, we blew up pretty much overnight after that video. That so is awesome. Being able to have the freedom and not have to call everybody up and have these big elaborate planning meetings months ahead, it, it really gives me an opportunity to um, get ahead and stay ahead. Yeah. And also, if I can see what a competitor's doing um, weeks months ahead of time. And you know, even if it's the day before I can beat the sale the next day, you know? Yeah. So, so that's what I love about your videos. I mean, there's, there's, there's something to be said for, uh, you know, super highly produced, like commercial grade quality videos. And that, that's one thing. What I love about yours is that they're, they're raw, they're real and, and they're, they're not overproduced. You know, it's real. It's, you can tell that it's authentic. Yes. Yes. I think that people are really hungry for that. Um, and I have, I have had several professionally produced videos. I've hired professional models and done professional photo shoots. But for some reason, when I do the video, a raw video from my phone or I'm in the pictures, it, because I, I suppose, because, you know, I'm the, I'm the, uh, creator. I know the most about it people respond to those videos so much more. I think people, um, I think, I think people really appreciate reality. Um, it, it's honest. Yeah, so. I agree. I mean, I've noticed in your videos that you know, one thing that is amazing about your audience and the just community that you've built is like, I was looking at your Instagram page and uh, these women are sharing pictures of themselves wearing your product. I mean, I'm curious, like I had an e-commerce brand and we had some success, but I could never get people to take pictures and share themselves with our product. I was, I tried everything. What, 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 tell me about that. How do you get that to happen? It's, um, it's through subtle suggestion. I, I don't, I try not to ask. Um, I try not to ask people to share. I, and especially when it comes to, you know, posting about a gun or a holster, I ask people, I don't ask people to post a picture of them wearing their, their product. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because that could be a li- liability issue. I don't, you know, conceal carry, you don't want people to know that you're carrying. However, yeah. if people want to post on their own and want to tell about it, that's great. So just, you know, I'll make subtle suggestions and ask things like, you know, how, how has Dean Adams worked for you or what outfit might you wear or something like that? And people will yeah. just want to share. That's a good idea. So it's just subtle suggestion. That's a really, really good idea. Um, well, so that, that leads me to another question. You know, this is, as you obviously know, this, this space is, you know, it's controversial, it's political, it's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even your, your, some of the, the imagery that you've got, you know, to take out the guns and it's still a little, you know, I don't know what the right word is, right? Racy, sexy, whatever you want to say. It's like you got three things going against you. Like, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you deal with that? Well, um, you know, 
that's one reason why the education comes in. And I'm very, very careful about everything that I do as far as making it, making sure that it's not racy, but that everything's tasteful and classy. Um, I think it's important as a woman um, that we are free to feel sexy and beautiful. And part of the part of the branding is that, um, you know, as empowered women to carry a gun, you don't have to have a grandpa's black clunky holster. So, you know, after we've established a uh, function, adding the lace and adding some form to it is, um, I think important for, for, for women. And, um, as far like, as, do you feel like the women are making a, do they feel like they're making a fashion statement? Cause it is, it's not just a functional product. It is a fashion statement. Well, let me tell you this. Okay. So as a, as a woman, you know, my, my husband's the only one that sees what's under my clothes. Okay. But I'm not going to wear my, my tan granny panties. You know, I don't have any tan granny panties, but it makes me feel good and feminine to wear, you know, a lacy panty that matches my bra. And yeah. that feels good to me. And one thing that women are, are told is that in this industry is that you have to change your whole wardrobe in order to carry and you have to carry this way. Well, we've already, we've met all the requirements of a safe, practical holster so why not make it you know a little bit more more feminine and um i've you know and if by the time you pay for a concealed carry class buy a gun um you know and maybe a holster you're you're at least a thousand dollars in on you know your financial investment and then you're told that you need to go and replace your whole wardrobe i mean come on that's yeah. just not practical practical um but yeah. back to your question of you know balancing that well the education it's really hard for for haters to hate when um you're approaching uh from an education standpoint yeah and so you know in such a such a um a taboo and uh political saying you know by doing a post that is educating people on safety firearm safety well then you get your even your political friends who want their kids to know how to be safe around firearms that you got your political friends then sharing your post and so it's it helps reach helps open doors um, and helps you reach an uh, an audience organically um, for example um, I know that uh, Tampax I think it's Tampax. No, it's always. Okay. So always they make the, uh, uh, sanitary napkins for women. Mm -hmm. And they also make the pamphlets for sex ed in school. And they also do, um, you know, advertisements on how to teach your kids about the body and things like that. So, you know, I might, I might, I would never ordinarily share a advertisement for a tampon but you know if there's pointing out something about you know hey here's how you talk to your kids about strangers and puberty and whatever I might post what they put out there because it's um, not something that's normally talked about but it's coming from an educational standpoint and yeah. um, 
people want to talk about that. Yeah, I agree. Do you just, so do you have haters? I mean, do people, even though that's all, you know, do, do you have people that hate on the brand or troll you in social media? Oh yes. I have so, I have so many trolls and I've, I've come to embrace them so much. It's so funny because, um, when the video took off, I mean, we literally had over a, a million comments that my team and I answered over the holiday season because we tried to answer every single comment um, and comments. monitor them over a million comments. It was insane. We were, we were not sleeping. It was crazy. Um, and I took a lot of crap. Um, and like, like what? Uh, <laughs> Um, well, you know, people discuss, people discuss my weight. They discuss if I need a pedicure, they just, they say that my, my shooting is too slow, that my shooting is too fast, that, um, I am, I'm creating fear that, um, they want to say that I'm, I'm promoting violence and, and this is coming from all over the world, over 129 countries and countries that have no, I don't understand, um, the gun culture in America. They just presume it's the wild west over here. And, uh, anyway, it's just a lot of, you know, people want to blame me for, for people they know who've been shot, things like that. And mm. so what I've found though, is that a lot of my custom or my customers and my, the rest of my audience will jump in and, uh, argue. And yeah. these argument threads go on and on and ex expand my reach so much further. And so, so the um, trolls and the haters are actually helping you. They just don't know it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's amazing. Um, well, good for you for standing up for, for what you believe in. And I mean, it's, you know, look, looking at your, what you've done, it's, it's so simple. Like you, there's a problem, you had a problem, you solved it and you made this product and you know, it's taken off. So I applaud you for that. I think it's, I think it's Thank amazing. You. Um, Thank you. You know, we, I, I've, I think I've said this in every interview that I've done, but there's so many people out there that are, you know, they've got great ideas and they, you know, they, 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 they want to do this or that, but you know, just actually doing it is the part that never gets done, you know? And yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious, like what, when did you know that, you were an entrepreneur or when did you know that you were going to do this? Um, the minute I decided that I wouldn't stop until I succeeded, that's when I became an entrepreneur. Um, I knew that it was going to be hard, but I decided that, you know, I, I, I wasn't so much on a mission to even create a product at that point as I was on a mission to prove that the American dream was still alive. I'm so tired of all the belly aching about it because um, I figured I'm the least qualified person on this planet to do this. So that's why I'm going to do it. And, um, you know, now I'm, I'm living my dream and, and um, you know, my, my, my team and I, other than shit, you know, other than the warehouse, we can all work from any, anywhere in the world. And we do, and, um, created a lot of several jobs and, uh, 16 jobs. And, um, you know, I just, I knew, was it, was it Thomas Edison that, you know, he failed how many thousand times before he yeah. got it right. Yeah. Um, I love, I love the quote that says, even if you fall on your face, you're moving forward. So yeah. 
once, once I decided I was not afraid to fail, I think that's the biggest thing that holds people back is they're afraid to fail while people are watching. And you yeah. know what? I decided I didn't care if I fell on my face. I wanted, I wanted to go for it. And so the moment I was all in and, and right after I made that decision to go all in and had actually created my first real prototype, my world fell apart. Um, I, I lost my husband. I lost my home. Um, I basically found myself homeless with four kids and all I had was this idea and, um, uh, you know, I had a few sharks I was involved with. I had some quote unquote mentors slash potential investor people that I, you know, was meeting with and, uh, you know, when crap hit the fan, they all they all swarmed in, but I continued to self-educate and believe in myself. And uh, they ended up fighting against each other, and I snuck out the back door and, and succeeded. <laughs> awesome. I love so, it. That is yeah. great. Um, well, so how, you know, you, you don't, you say you don't spend any money on marketing and, and, and like paid media, I'm guessing. You know, I'm, quite, I'm curious. Everybody today is, is hell-bent to track ROI. You know, like I spent X and I got Y. Do you track anything or do you just know that, man, if I produce enough content that's relevant to my audience and educate my user base, then the sales will come? Or is there, do you track anything? So, you know, we have all that. Um, I have I have a COO. Um, I have a, a sales, uh, a VP of sales. I have people that... Um, you know, they, they track those and they go into a file and sometimes I peek at it. Um, but you know, I, like I said, I don't invest a lot into it. So if I, okay, so here's about what I spend in a quarter, I might spend about $300 in a quarter on boosts, boosting, boosting posts. And that's, that's really just if I want to, if I'm feeling lazy one weekend and I don't want to do a video, um, because when I do a video, it, it reaches a video or the, the posts that I do that, that have organic reach, they reach so much further than I could ever afford to pay to boost. And so um, it's it's unnecessary. Um, I mean, you know, I'll get on and I'll, I'll look at my, my insights and find out the best time to post and um, I'll look back over my old posts and find out, you know, the educational ones do better than the ones that I say, Hey, look what I'm wearing today. Um, so, you know, I keep an eye on it like that, but I just, I'm constantly, uh, learning new, reading new books, uh, learning new, uh, I don't know, aspects, ideas, sales strategies, and, and just letting it soak in, and then when I have an idea, I I use it and I run with it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, the growth the growth has been incredible, and um, so there's a, lot, there's a lot to be said for you know trial and error and just figuring it out as you go. Like a, a you know a system and a a nice clean roadmap, it, it would be great, but. You know, shit, that, that doesn't exist in a lot of industries. And it sounds like you're kind of that's, figuring it out as you go. That's what I've found. You know, a lot of the, I know, I know that it would be beneficial to have, um, you know, probably, I'm sure there's some paid apps and paid things that I could do out there that would help things reach further. But um, 
you know, right now, I, I honestly don't even have the time to figure it out. But, you know, what I'm doing organically is is working for now. So, um, you know. Do you, do, you have a, uh, do you have a CTO? A CTO. Like I'm going to have to Google that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's freaking awesome. Like a, like a chief technology officer, somebody that runs the, I'm guessing, no. No, that would be a no. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Well, so okay, you know, you've mentioned it a couple of times, and I wasn't going to ask because I don't, you know, I, I don't think it's relevant. You're, you know, man, woman, whatever. You're an entrepreneur, but you mentioned it a couple of times. It obviously means a lot to you. There's a lot of talk in Silicon Valley and you know everywhere else around tech and entrepreneurship about women and tech and. You know, what's it going to take for women to, to, to be on, a, you know, to, to, to have a level playing field? I mean, there's so much bullshit going on right now around uh, around that topic. Like, what is it going to take for women to get a fair shake? For them to wake up and um, do what it takes to get to the top. I mean, that's I, I, I think it's a very fair market, to be honest. Um you know, I chose not only to be a, a business owner, but, um, you know, and pave a new road, but I also chose a men's industry. So, hmm. you know, we can sit around and whine all day long about equal rights, but um, if you decide to do something, there's nothing that's going to stop you. So, you know, whether that's technology or any other field, um, I think the fact that I'm a woman, you know, women tend to have tremendous intuition it's part of it was part of you know it's part of our survival and um as mothers and things it's to to be sensitive um to embrace what we're good at to embrace you know our strengths and weaknesses that are different than a man's we don't need to be masculine we don't need to be um you know we don't we don't need we don't need to fight we don't need to we don't need to defend and demand concessions um we're 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 powerful beings. And so we just need to believe in ourselves and stop, stop boohooing about it and then, and go take what you want. <laughs> That's very, very well said. Go, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Go take what you want. I like it. I like it. Uh, what's the biggest mistake that you made along the way? Like what would you want to do over you? If you had a do over, what would it be? Oh, let me see. I think I would have stepped out and been a little bit more bold. You know, I, as an entrepreneur, even though I'm successful, you know, it's, it's every day you're, you're having to motivate yourself and, um, you know, keep climbing and keep climbing. And if, you know, I remember the anxiety that I was having last year around the holiday season and it was right before that video took off, you know, I was worrying about, are we going to have, you know, the same same sales or we're going to grow from last year over the holiday season. And I was worried and, um, and you know, fear really slows you down. And so, um, I think that, I don't know that it's been a mistake, but I think it's been a growing thing for me just to realize every day that I'm, you know, I'm going to keep having a positive attitude and keep reaching and keep growing and setting bigger goals. And, um, you know, just just not not getting afraid. Which I don't what, know if that answers your question, but no, it it does absolutely. I think fear is the one thing that holds entrepreneurs back the most. You know, uh, you know, and sometimes you got to just go for it and and 
you know, set a goal that you think is absolutely crazy. And if you don't hit it, then even if you get 60% the way there, you're, you're doing pretty damn good, you know? Yeah. Um, so what about, uh, well, so what's next for Dean Adams? I mean, how do you go from where you're at to where you want to be? Is it new products? Is it extensions of the brand? What, tell me about where you're headed. Oh my gosh. There's so much. Um, there's, there's so much I have, um, you know, I, I have so many ideas and I have so many products that I've just had to slow down and release one at a time. Do you have um, a designer that works with you or do you design all of them yourself? I design all of them. Um, I have multiple manufacturers that have, you know, pattern makers and things. And so I, I'll design something. I can't, I can't really sew, but you know, I can draw and I can glue and <laughs> I, I'll put something together and send it to them. And, you know, it looks like Frankenstein made it, but, but they'll get the idea and, uh, you know, they'll get, get together, a a a pattern and a sample. And, and then I get to pick out the fabrics and, and then, you know, logistics the, are the, uh, how long does My that process does take? Oh man. Well, I mean, um, I mean like idea to, to, to production. How, how long? It depends. Um, typically it's nice to have at least a year. Um, and it's, it's been probably I've averaged a year and a half from the time I have an idea to when I actually launch the product and have inventory because there's until you actually make something and try it, there's things and kinks that you would have never anticipated. And so something might seem like a good idea, but then you have to get it and try it and you'll be so sure it's going to work. But once you get it, you realize, Oh my gosh, I have to, I have to do this. I have to do that. And, um, however, uh, manufacturing in America, primarily I manufacture in America, um, I may be moving on to doing some supplementing uh, from overseas to keep up with demand. But, um, you know, manufacturing in America and the relationship that I have with my manufacturer, I can have an idea and have a sample in my hand in a week. Wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. man, that's great. I mean, a week is pretty quick to be able to quickly prototype. What, are they local here in Kansas City or are they somewhere else? They're out of New York. Oh, actually a, a third-generation Italian immigrant. Oh, cool. Um, legal American citizens that have uh, worked really hard, and and their facilities doubled in size since I brought business to them, and um, good people. Uh -huh. Good for that. That's awesome. Well, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think I'd be very happy. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, I think that, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'd be doing. Probably working three jobs trying to support my family. I don't know. But I, I've realized, I've learned about myself. I think that us entrepreneurs, we have some sort of a spirit and ambitious uh, ambition about us that if I, you know, I'll reach a goal and it'll be so much, I mean, I'll blow so much past a goal. And it's like, well, aren't you happy now? Can't we celebrate? And it's like, no, I need a new goal. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. this constant, it's this constant climb that's never satisfied. And, um, and so I, I, that, you know, just doing this, it's not only created uh, the lifestyle that I've dreamed of, but um, 
you know, it, I, I am able to enjoy and have, have true happiness. Um, cause there's nothing that feels better than killing a goal. You know, nobody yeah. can give that to you and you can't buy it. So, yeah, absolutely. Well said, well said. Um, well, man, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy. It's Friday afternoon, so I'm going to let you go here. But I, I really I, I thanks for the time. And I think my audience is really going to enjoy, um, you know, the, the, the conversation and your story. Where can where can our audience find your stuff and you and your videos and things? Um, uh, DeanAdams.com and it's spelled D-E-N-E-A-D-A-M-S. And, uh, of course I'd love if you followed me on Facebook, it's Dean Adams official. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. No, no worries. Hey, one more question. So I'm curious, did you, uh, you know, you have a Facebook following, you have your videos on YouTube, you've got your videos on uh, Vimeo and you have an Instagram account. I'm guessing you probably have Twitter too. Like how did, did you, did you specifically decide like we're going to go after Facebook and we're going to go all in on this channel or did you kind of scattershot it and see what worked? Well, Facebook's the one I know how to use. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm still trying to figure out Instagram and, uh, I, I do a little bit on YouTube. I should probably be taking advantage of that. And, uh, I didn't know I was on Vimeo. <laughs> so, well, you know, maybe it, yeah. maybe it, maybe it's someone else that has post, like one of the news outlets or something that has posted their interview of you on Vimeo. I thought I saw something on Vimeo. I did notice there's a there's a video of you on Guns.com that got like 37 million views or something crazy like that. Uh, that's that's um, unbelievable. I I'll have to look that up. Um, it, was the, it was the one where you were. Uh, you know, you had like something crazy, like ten guns on you or something. You couldn't even tell. Oh, that was the purses are for lipstick video. That's the one that just from our page reached seventy million. So, um, a lot of people have reposted it through their avenues. But you know, a lot of these sites, um, we're I'm in the media all the time and um, on TV shows and things like that. And I honestly don't know about it until somebody calls me up and says, Hey, I saw you on CNN this morning. Hey, I saw you on the homepage of Yahoo. And so I'm like, okay, let, let me Google that. And you know, there I am. So um, I've had, I've been on vice and vice land and uh, I've got more of that coming up. There's a lot of media media things coming up, but, um, yeah, unless people tell me, I usually don't know about it. So, um, yeah, guns.com, guns.com. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> awesome. <sighs> I love it. Yeah. Well, Anna, listen, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. Um, and, and, and hopefully I'll see you again soon. So thanks um, Ryan. All right. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for listening to that. I really enjoy talking to Anna. Her story is outstanding. Just the classic story of bootstrapped all-in entrepreneurship and killer story. You can check them out at deanadams.com. You can check out our podcast and all the other episodes at measuremedia.com slash podcast. Uh, And you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash measuremedia. Check it out. Go to Google, search for purses of her lipstick, and you'll find the video. 70 million views, zero dollars on paid media. Killing it. Anna Taylor, everybody. Dean Adams.